Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. Hey, today on our 100th episode, I welcome one of our Spirit Life Circle mentors and one of our presenters for the Spirit Life Workshops Ministry, Pastor George Medellin. Among other hats, George pastors the House of Glory Church in Oregon, where we held our first Spirit Life Workshop. Welcome, George. Woohoo! Hi, Patty. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. We're talking today about the Father Heart of God. And let's begin with you sharing your story of how you truly connected with the heart of the Heavenly Father. Yeah. So, how I truly connected? Well, honestly, it was with Him drawing me. Uh, I think it was, yeah, just over two years ago when COVID hit out here in Oregon. Mm. And the the governor shut everything down. Mm. Uh, I was sitting in my office, not being able to be in the community and thinking, boy, this is depressing. You know, I don't know what to do. Then these gentle thoughts started coming. Why don't you pray in tongues? Why don't you pray in tongues? So I thought, why don't I pray in tongues? Over the years, I had heard people influential, you know, to me just share how they would pray in tongues for like an hour a day. And mm-hmm. so I thought, okay, you know, I, I'll go for that. So I started setting my timer like 10 minutes a day to pray in tongues. Uh, and then that just simply grew to a half hour a day, an hour a day. And then I just started looking up things on the internet, uh, listening to messages, you know, videos of people preaching and teaching on praying in the spirit. And it drew me more into praying in the spirit. And then I heard one teaching of how this guy prayed in tongues for 15 hours straight. Wow. Shared what happened with him. And so it's like, man, there seems to be this a whole other realm mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God that's available through praying in tongues. I got to go there. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's kind of how it started. He drew me. Well, and you have a habit now of praying in tongues. How many hours every day? <laughs> the the goal every day is four hours. Wow, that's incredible. Because it, it's interesting. I've got so much going on that it's like I have to pray that much. And, and it's interesting because it feels like so I met someone in person who challenged me to pray four hours a day. They said, George, if you pray four hours a day for four months, it will change your life. Mm. And and this person has a track record to, um, he's got life evidence that says praying in tongues for extensive period of periods of time work. And so it's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm getting challenged here. I got to go for the gusto. So yeah, four hours a day. That's the goal. So there's got to be more to the story, though, about what connected you to the father heart of God in that experience. Tell the rest of that story. Exactly. Yeah. How did I how did that even topic come up in relation to praying in tongues? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think it was a year or two ago where my family was going to go away on vacation. And I thought, yes, this is the perfect time to do what I've heard others do. But I'm going to pray in tongues for 24 hours straight. And then my my family's not going to be around, so they won't have to suffer with me through it. So uh, I forgot what time I started, but 
after about hour 12 or 13, and by the way, I didn't make it 24 hours. I think I made it like 23 because I that's, fell asleep. A that's pretty times. good though. That's, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, there was a payoff, even though I didn't make the whole 24 hours. At about hour 12 or 13, and which would have been at like 10 in the morning, mm -hmm. as I'm just, again, praying in the spirit, there came up what felt like it came up from my stomach. Mm. And it kind of rose up into my heart. And it, it was this physical feeling that had these thoughts. Mm. It was, Holy Spirit, I know you. Lord Jesus, I know you. I've experienced experience you father i've not experienced you father i want to experience you you know father i don't want blessings even though those are good i don't want gifts i don't want experiences i just want you mm. and and so for like an hour i just ran around my house danced cried mm. yelled like oh my gosh Father, I have the opportunity to know you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and then I guess maybe that was after an hour. That, that's when I fell asleep. And then just went on with the day and recovered uh, over a few days of you know lack of sleep. What, what started happening is that I started having pictures of Father God. It, mm -hmm. Can I share the yeah, first please, picture? please do. Okay. It's like, uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit took me into heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, and the biblical basis for this is, or this particular scene is uh, Revelation chapter four, where John, where Jesus has come up higher. Mm -hmm. So I go up into heaven uh, and I'm standing on what looks like a sea of glass. It's like mm -hmm. a light blue color, crystal clear, light blue. Mm -hmm. And there is this white cloud that's kind of inviting me to follow it, to go into it. Mm -hmm. I go into the white cloud and then I see what looks like a hallway with doors and all the doors have something positive on it, like faith, hope, prayer. And then there's one door that says father. Wow. And when I saw that, I immediately felt fear mm. because I grew up without my dad. Oh, wow. And and so I thought, okay, this is a, I know I'm in heaven, so that's good. God is inviting me into this good arena, but here is something scary. So I thought, even though it's scary, I think I'm going to try to risk it and open the door. So I touch the doorknob, turn it and open the door and there's nothing in it. It is just all black. Hmm. I step into it, the room, and it immediately, instead of feeling oxygen or like sense, knowing that there's oxygen oxygen in the room i sense love wow where so it's like the atmosphere of father is love wow so i walked into the room again it was still black but, and then was just breathing in love mm. love from that experience vision of experience with father he started to show me that that he is good yeah and then there the progression of vision as i continued to go back to that scene and praying in the spirit were was the scenes eventually progressed to where i guess i can give you much more detail i just go to where i am now what would you like patty 
because because I don't want to bore you. There's lots oh, of oh, I, there's I don't think anybody's bored here. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so no, but so before I'll... you go any further, I just wanted yes. to point out one. Uh, you know, you mentioned the doors, and that mm-hmm. reminded me of Galatians five twenty two and twenty three, the fruit of the spirit. Right, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Against mm-hmm. such things there is no law. And you were describing the love, the agape love, which is a perfect love, which is God's omnibenevolence. Only you were not thinking about that in your head. You were engulfed by it, weren't you? You were like, um, totally. what's the word for that? Is that a good word for that? Uh, in Immersed? Yes. It, yeah. But how do you, yeah, I was immersed instead of breathing oxygen, I was breathing love. Yeah. And you were like feeling how, it inside, outside, all around. Exactly. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's really cool. And, um, and so, yeah. So tell us where you are now. And then I want to get back to the story about how your earthly father and your heavenly father, uh, because everybody's got a, a an earthly father, situation that affects their picture of heavenly father so how was your heavenly father experience now what's that like now oh how is it now i'll just share it what it is and then i'll anchor it in scripture okay um now it's going from that room of just being empty but love now i can run my fingers through his hair and lean my forehead against his Mm-hmm. And I trust his love for me. Mm. I I trust his love. And biblically speaking, what is that? That's Daniel chapter seven, where Daniel sees he, he's in the in the middle of a vision of four animals representing different uh, countries. Mm. And then I think it's about verse nine, where it says he saw thrones that were set up and the ancient of days was seated so how did i get there again praying in tongues this wild idea came up father i want to touch your hair wow. and and theologically how could that be father well a few verses down it it says one like the son of man came riding on the clouds so it's like father or the son of man aka jesus from our perspective daniel didn't know it back then but father was handing over authority to a man that man son of man and daniel we know as jesus now mm-hmm. so different you know you read different commentaries everybody's got a different perspective on who the ancient of days is mm-hmm. um so i i guess for me i'm i believe i'm i'm encountering him encountering father yeah in yeah. in in intimacy father i what a crazy idea similar to moses back in what uh, exodus 34 uh, god show me your glory yeah and what hap- what happens god it, shows him his glory you know you you are pointing out a, a couple really key things and one is that the the lord gives you the question or the picture on your mind of what he wants for you it's like i had this yep. crazy idea to just touch his hair he does that, doesn't it? I mean, he's leading us 
to ask the questions, to connect with him in the ways that he wants us to, to, to he guides us to show. And, you know, you bring up Daniel 7, and I just want to say this. Uh, I was reading Daniel 7, and I realized this is so important, and this is what you're demonstrating, George. In that chapter, it says, I kept looking eight yeah. times. Eight times, he says, I kept looking in that chapter. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're doing when you're saying, I'm going to pursue for hours. I'm going to pursue him uh, until I'm satisfied, until I'm absolutely satisfied. I'm going to pursue him. And what is the benefit and blessing of that? That's what you he loves to answer those prayers, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And also, Patty, you know, honestly, you were part of that because, and I didn't plan on saying this, but I'll go ahead and say it now. Uh, you were my professor for one or two classes at Christian Leadership University. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I told you this, that yep. you would, when you would grade my stuff, you would say, ask him for more, ask yep. him for more. And it's like, Patty, what are you talking about? I, I can't take it. It's too much. It's like putting <laughs> my finger in an, in an electrical outlet and getting electrocuted. God just blows me away. Yeah, But as I prayed in the spirit, though, more and more, it's like my spirit grew right. so that I had the inner capacity to to be able to, I don't want to say handle him, but my spirit grew to where I wasn't blown away. I could stand in his presence. I can stand and see his heart and experience him. It's exactly like growing any sort of muscle right i mean you can't pick up you have to in your practice you have increased capacity and that's what the lord's always telling me is that the more you do the more you can so the more you encounter the lord the more he opens up for you the more you can and you're right because there the increasing intensity of god's presence you need to be ready for Mm -hmm. you need to you need to be prepared for you need to and And praying in tongues, just, you know, I have an entire episode on praying in tongues. I'll link below because this one, we're talking about it so much today, but praying in tongues, people don't even realize that is you praying perfection, uh, God's perfect prayers over you and his perfect um, worship to him. So of course it is a way to fix your eyes on God that you might not understand, but he certainly does. And he is giving you the desires of your heart. You might not even realize the desires of your heart, but he does. And he Mm -hmm. begins to reveal to you the desires of your heart, which of course are also consistent with his desires for you. Uh So it's all very, very cool and very interesting. Now let's swing back to Uh, You said, I was afraid because, you know, and people can relate to this. I was afraid to encounter the Heavenly Father because of your earthly father or lack thereof experience with a father. Some people's father associations are very negative. Mine was definitely not a positive father experience. And what happens is that that authority figure association of your father can be attached to the heavenly father. And if your father was uh, someone who withheld love or was cold or harsh or distant or mean or 
abusive, then your Heavenly Father association picture is going to be one that gives you terror or or dread, or at the very least, you want to keep him at a very far distance. But talk mm-hmm. to me for a moment about how that was overcome for you when you actually had the real encounter with Heavenly Father. Honestly, it's been a process of even before praying in tongues, um, as the Lord took me through healing years ago through one of Dr. Mark Berkler's prayers that heal the heart. Uh, God showed me just where my dad was when, you know, when he was younger and that, you know, God loves him, loved him then and loves him now. And, uh, I, I know my dad is, or he is a believer. Matter of fact, that's how I came to be a believer. And my dad was really hurting just from all the things that he had, he had experienced as a kid. So, you know, I, I can have compassion on him. And as a matter of fact, I called him recently just simply because of, I guess, the conviction of that the Holy Spirit brought to me. It's just that when people are forgiven, when God forgives our sins, he completely forgets about them. You know, how is that possible that the God who knows everything forgets? Mm-hmm. Well, that's how he relates to us, you know, scripturally. And so I thought, well, yeah, if I've forgiven my dad, then all his sins are gone. So I just called him and just we chatted recently. So seeing my dad from... God's perspective was healing. And then move, moving on to the the visions of seeing God as father, experiencing him as father. When I was back in that room, that father room of love, the pictures progressed to where I could see myself standing in the room. Mm-hmm. And then several times, it's like I was in there, but then I just began to disintegrate. I don't know how to say it other than it's like say, like I started to melt away several times until I was completely gone, but I was still aware that I'm in God. And I'm not just in God, I'm in love. Yeah. So, so it's like, whoa, I'm in God, but I'm gone. I've disappeared. And so what do you make of that? Does, is it talking about the selfish parts of you that are getting melted away or... Yeah, kind of my human existence in a sense, mm-hmm. but I, not like, yeah, yeah, my soul or ev- everything of who I thought I was, yeah, was melting away, mm. and until I was just one with Him. Ah, oh, that is but, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't come up with this stuff. I'm just praying in tongues and looking. Yeah, and and then it progressed to. Then seeing this white light, mm-hmm. what looked like a white light, as it approached me, it turned out that it was like cream. It's like, what? This is weird. This is weird. Oh, but then what is what do the Psalms say? So I think it's Psalm 34. Taste and see. Yes. That the Lord is good. Amen. So then I began reaching into what looked like this white cream and by faith, you know, eating it. And it tasted sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's so. And cool. then there, yeah, and then there is what Job twenty six, uh, when my steps were bathed with cream. Wow. You know, Job's yeah. talking about before his trauma, how God blessed him. And uh, and what I'm thinking about now is how, how the expression that says the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And so it's like uh, what he's what he's giving you a picture of is. 
this is the best of you. This is the very best of you that rises to the top as you allow him to melt away those things that hinder. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that we are meant to experience him, not just some kind of intellectual thing. Oh, you know, I think about God this way. No. Yeah. He is meant to be experienced. Exactly. Well, listen, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to add I'm going to throw Jesus's voice in here because this is something that the Lord answered for me when I asked him when I was writing the chapter on Meet the Heavenly Father for my Encountering the Love of God book. I asked him, please help me understand your name, Heavenly Father. And he said, when you think of me as your father, I don't want you to filter me through the lens of your natural father, even if your earthly father did the best job he could looking at me through that lens will severely limit your understanding of the truth of me as heavenly father. No one is perfect apart from me. It's better if you picture me as super dad. <laughs> Look for a moment on the omni truths. Imagine me as a father that is perfectly fair in all circumstances, who unconditionally loves you, who sees and has been with you every single moment of your life. I live outside time and space, so I've already seen how your life turns out. You can trust me to guide you. I'm a perfectly wise dad. There is no area of your life that I cannot guide. After all, I am the truth and hold all knowledge and wisdom in the palm of my hands. I will protect you and fight your battles for and with you because I am your strength. I am the father that builds you up and that guides you along the paths to your perfect destiny with me jeremiah 29 11 as your safe father i can never mm. break the promise there is no fear in coming near me only unconditional love i am your super dad you can encounter me as super dad even if you've had a, an extremely unloving father because i can heal those negative associations and give you a far more satisfying adult childhood it's time to be a kid again let me show you how. First of all, did you have any comments about that? And then second of all, I just wanted to know if you see yourself as a child when you're encountering him in when in uh, the spirit. So do I, your first question, what are my thoughts on your journaling? What yeah, you and what he just said, yeah. I, I love it because it's so lighthearted. And, and that's how I experience God, is that he's not some depressing, mean God. That he's joy. And, and when he does convict me of sin, it is so, so, so loving. Yes. There's no condemnation. Right. So, yeah, it, that sounded like your journaling was from God. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. And so your, your second question, do I experience him as a child? Yes. Um, a child in the spirit or are you an adult in the spirit? Uh, you know, I think both ways. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen pictures of me sitting as a little boy on father's lap. It wasn't Jesus. And I just reached over and put my finger, like my index finger into his chest and into his heart. And wow. it's like, oh, wow. And was that picture showed me. It's like father was showing me how I've grown in him. Instead of seeing him as an electrical outlet, 
that shocks me when I put my finger in it. Mm. It's like, no, 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 son. You are my son who can sit on my lap and I share my heart with you. I share my innermost being with you. Oh, and, beautiful. And it doesn't kill you. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Uh. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen him recently, whereas I'm an adult mm-hmm. and I, I've seen either just like a bright light and as I walk into it, I totally disappear mm-hmm. or... Or I see father as this huge heart, like red heart. Mm-hmm. And as I walk into it, it's just like I disappear and the heart just kind of closes in on itself over and over and over and over. So it's like I'm completely enveloped. Yeah. And and I disappear into father's heart. Yeah, that's so beautiful. So one major, major takeaway is that the the heavenly father is love, right? Oh, yes. We have yes. John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment I give you that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And what makes me think of that right now is that the whole point of us being enveloped in the love of the Lord is not just for us, is it? It's for, mm. it's not just for us. Right. He, he fills us to overflowing so that we can release that love to others. Yes. And he spoke to me about that within the last year. If I can yeah, share, man. Yeah, please. What do you say? So, so there was somebody pretty influ- just influential in my life. And at this, on this one particular day, they ignored me. They, they didn't say hello. They saw me and, and it's, yeah, they just didn't acknowledge my presence. And I, and I was mad and sad. And it, and I went home and journaled and said, God, I feel so mad and sad that this person just totally ignored me. Mm-hmm. And this just very gently, I heard this or softly, I heard this question uh, or a statement. It was, well, just because they ignore you doesn't mean that I don't love you. Mm. And I thought, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, so it doesn't matter what this person does or doesn't do. Yeah. God bless them, you know. I am loved. Yes. Uh, and and so I don't have to be a jerk to that person because they ignored me. Ah! Mm. You know, and I don't have to go away, you know, sulking. No, no matter what, my father loves me. I am loved. Amen. And so to get our needs met by any means other than the Lord's is is less than his desire for us. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, and now I can see this other person just, you know, I don't need to withhold from them because I'm loved. And so, yeah, I, you know, I can be merciful, kind, gracious, gentle. You know, the other thing that I really love about the Lord is that whatever painful experience we may have had with our father or really with anybody in the, that has wounded us or hurt us at all, just like you just demonstrated when you went back and you asked him, a question about it, he reframed it for you. 
and yeah. just real power. And and the, as you said it already earlier in the podcast too about he gave me his perspective. He gave me his perspective, and I think that's one of the the key lessons of an of a relationship with the heavenly Father is that he can always change the he might not change the circumstance but he changes your perception of the circumstance if you can filter it through his love his his will his intentions his guidance totally and that absolutely can move you off being stuck it can move you forward it can help you find forgiveness and Mm -hmm. so you know just encouraging people to have uh, an experience to give give the heavenly father access enough to your heart to allow him to love you properly yeah yeah and and like another way to anchor that experience you know biblically uh, john i think it's john 10 uh jesus said you know i'm the door mm-hmm. you know the the sheep come through me and they find pasture yeah uh and then john 14 uh some translations say in my father's house, uh, there were, were some translations say that Jesus said in my father's house, there are many rooms. Mm-hmm. So there is much that's not written in the Bible that is safe to say that Holy Spirit will lead us into it, knowing who father is, mm-hmm. um, which is for me, when I saw this hallway with all these doors and different good names on them. Oh, that's biblical. John 14, Jesus said, in my father's house are many rooms. It's yeah. like, wow, I've, I've seen that. You've seen, you've seen a lot of rooms in father's house. Uh, yes. Other conversations that we've had. Well, you know, and, and things just need to line up with biblical principles. That's part mm-hmm. of what people don't understand because, you know, uh, we live in a completely different day and age, but the Lord, for example, gave me, taught me about the vine and the branches with electric, with the toaster and electricity. (laughs) Because, you know, back then there was no electricity. So he will keep, but he's talking about being connected to the energy source. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so that's a, that's biblically an accurate journal picture. So, yeah, I mean, the Lord has shown me rooms too and and it's and there's there's so much to explore we will i can't remember who was saying that you know even after we get to heaven it's not like the minute we get to heaven we're going to know everything it's like i think we will live an eternity and still be learning about god you know yeah yeah because he has no ending right he's there's he's he's uh the fullness of him is indescribable it's unmatchable it's uncountable it's ununderstandable so, mm-hmm. and we will have to have in the new heaven and earth completely new bodies to handle that voltage of his <laughs> presence. Totally. Yeah, it'll be completely different. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, is, is there anything else you wanted to share um, in the last couple seconds that we have here together? Um, yeah. And maybe this would be for another podcast. So, so yes, this knowing Father as love you know, God healing that father picture has some very practical uh, ramifications because I trust his love now. 
I've done some things that could be potentially risky. I started, so I'm pastoring, yes. And he told me to start a separate ministry apart from the church, mm-hmm. which I've which I've done. He's also told me to start a separate business, mm-hmm. which I just need to register now. So from the intimacy, knowing him, trusting his love, mm-hmm. he's he's told me to do some things. And so it's I don't know the full plan other than it's what he said to do. And it's like, yes, Father, I'll do it. I trust you. Like if you think of who do I trust? Who do I trust? Mm-hmm. I trust the people that I have had experiences with that help me feel safe that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And they are who they say that they're, that they are. Right. And so that's what leads you to feel trust. You'll feel like a person is trustworthy. And so what you're talking about is having the courage now to step out into the destinies called for you. Every destiny from the Lord is huge and scary, or it's not from God, because if it wasn't, Mm -hmm big and it wasn't scary you'd rely on yourself mm-hmm. so it's got to be bigger than you you know mm-hmm. there's this, this misunderstood thing phrase that i've heard god never gives you more than he can handle that's not true he always gives you more than you can handle so you won't handle it so you'll <laughs> surrender it exactly like like abraham he told <laughs> abraham at 75 years old yeah you know? Leave your family. Oh, and by the way, you're going to be a dad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's if it isn't if it isn't a little bit scary, it isn't from God. And so, you know, so what you're saying here, George, is that it is the experiences with the Heavenly Father that has increased my trust level that I am willing to allow God to melt away the things in my heart that are in the way and to guide me every day. Oh, yeah. And that is the biggest, biggest takeaway. I hope people get that out of this conversation. Okay. Well, Holy Spirit, speak to hearts. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll do another one because it's fun, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it's fun. Yes, Patty. It's fun talking about him and it's I enjoy talking with you, Patty. Yes. Well, thank you. And we also um, we also hope to uh, get to know you, listener as both of us will be doing or Spirit Life Circle Ministries and the Spirit Life Workshop coming up. We're going to have a little segment on that as well on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your heart with us today, George. My pleasure. Thanks for your time, Patty. All right. And then okay. stick around because we're going to be doing our Experience Jesus section in a momentarily. If this is your first podcast experience with us, you may want to go back to the trailer episode and learn about the biblical foundation for dialogue journaling, our process for experiencing Jesus. This leads you through the first special place encounter with Jesus as a child. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in the special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. After you've spent some time with the Lord in your special place, ask him to show you his love in a way where he gives you a unique experience. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. Would you like to know how to go deeper with God? 
I want you to prayerfully consider attending the Deeper Spirit Life Workshop, May 12 to 14, 2023, on the shores of Lake Erie near Cleveland, Ohio. God's glory has the power to transform you in an instant. What could God do with you and through you if you learned how to quiet yourself and gaze long enough for God's glory to transform you? Gazing is a long look, while glancing is a short one. When you gaze at Jesus, he gazes back, and his glory flows where his eyes are fixed. In God's glory, there is peace, healing, and clarity of purpose and direction. Learn how to stay in God's presence long enough for him to transform you into the Christ you that he died for you to become, your Christ's perfected identity. You can expect expertly facilitated Jesus encounters and plenty of time to connect with God in this workshop. For more information and to register, check out spiritlifeworkshops.com. We hope to see you there. Well, I hope you got to know the Heavenly Father and His love, maybe even for the first time, or just at a deeper level than you already did, and realize that you can trust Him with all aspects of your life, your health, your finances, your calling, and your heart because he is a trustworthy father. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.